you're listening to Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self-care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're all thriving. I am coming to the end of my little lockdown unemployment phase, (laughs) which I don't know. I'm kind of sad about it, but also I'm like really ready to go back to work and see my friends, but I'm also terrified because for some reason Iowa fully reopened this week. So that's interesting. It's really tough to be on a border state right now because it's completely different on the Illinois side versus the Iowa side. Like Illinois, everyone has to wear masks everywhere. Iowa is just like free for all. <laughs> and I work in Iowa, but I live in Illinois. So it's it's just really bizarre. But next week I'm starting my internship, which I'm excited about. I'm going back to my other part-time job and I'm starting two classes. So next week, my life re-begins <laughs> after two months of chilling. But I feel like I've also been like really productive during this time. Like today, I journaled about all the things that I've done over quarantine so that I would remember like, hey, I didn't just sit on my ass and waste my time, which whatever you decide to do is fine. I'm just like a very active person. So this week, I've been working on um, getting certifications to add to a LinkedIn in my resume because My major is so broad and I have so many different things that I'm interested in. So I got two marketing certifications for free. Blackhawk College is doing them for free. So you should definitely check it out. And I just finished a management one yesterday. And then today I'm going to do an HR one, which I did have to buy that class, but it was only $115 for a class. I was like, okay, thank you. Credit card. I love you. So (laughs) I feel like I have done a lot of stuff and I'm, I'm proud of that. But I also feel like during quarantine, I've suddenly forgotten how the fuck to communicate. Like, I don't know, like I felt like I was doing so well and being so well-spoken while I was at school learning about communication stuff. And then I came home and only talked to my parents and Kendall every day and like not interacting with customers or teachers or like people just at a freaking grocery store. Like I like have gone to drive-thrus and I'm like, uh, uh, like (laughs) last week I went to McDonald's and I tried to order a chocolate shake. And they said that it was broken, which we all know that McDonald's ice cream machine does not break every single day. But so I, instead of being like, oh, it's okay. I just went like this. No. And I dragged it out really long. And then I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? So today (laughs) I'm talking about how you communicate with different types of people. This is just going to be like a short, quick tips episode because next week, surprise, I'm going to do two episodes. So we're going to do how my shyness has held me back and how that's super frustrating to me and how I'm trying to like work through that. And then I'm also, which I haven't even announced yet, but here it is. I'm going to be doing uh, like how to deal with your partner's like mental illness and how like you can support each other through those kind of challenges because I feel like that's something that Kendall does really well at. And I don't know, it's just really nice to like have someone that's going to support you and not judge you for issues that you may have. So I think Kendall, if he's down, will be back next week. So, yeah. So, everyone is different and everyone has different ways of expressing themselves through different types of communication. We change our communication patterns depending on who we talk to. And that can be really tough because we're interacting with your family. So, your mom, dad, siblings, elderly grandparents, friends, people at work, maybe disabled people or professors. And it's all different. Like we always change the way that we talk. And just some general tips with that. I'd make sure that you're being direct with your message and also process what someone said before you respond. 
So I think with your family that you live with, whoever that may be, for me, it's my mom and dad right now. Usually it would be my sister too. Those are the people that my communication is just free and I say whatever I want. Same with Kendall. (laughs) I'm like completely unfiltered, which I think is fine, but definitely not in all situations. So that communication is probably going to be your most authentic version of yourself. Something that I've always struggled with is like your customer service voice because when I worked at Chick-fil-A, they forced that so much to be so like uppity and only say certain words. Like I couldn't say trash. I had to say garbage. I couldn't say refill. I had to say refresh. And so they structured everything that I said. So after that, I was like, I refuse a customer service voice. Like I'm just going to be my authentic self, but that's not necessarily realistic. Like I'm going to be nice and whatever, but I'm not going to use a fake high pitched voice because that's not who I am. But I think it still is like important to be respectful to customers and things like that. You're just your communication is going to be a little different between the way that you talk to a customer versus maybe a coworker. If you're like close to them, like friends, like I might be cussing and joking with a coworker, but I'm not going to speak that way to a customer because it's not appropriate. A big one that I hear a lot of people struggle with is how to communicate with elderly or disabled individuals because it's a communication that's very different from ours perhaps so I I guess when I say elderly like I guess I think about my grandma because she I don't know how to describe it she's kind of like slower and she doesn't always like think as quickly or remember things as well as like I do in my family and sometimes that can be really frustrating because we don't understand what she's trying to say or she doesn't remember what we're trying to say so I think In that situation, it's best just to be patient and try to remind them of certain things and not be quick to anger. Same with disabled individuals. That can be a little bit tricky because some people might not be able to speak as well as they want to. But I think in that situation, it's important to just acknowledge that you hear what they're saying and smile and just be friendly and acknowledge them. And I always, I wrote about this in an essay for my gerontology class, how like we're taught to like don't stare at people that are in wheelchairs but like in reality we're ignoring them like obviously I don't think it's okay to like stare someone down that's disabled but like it's almost worse based on studies it's worse for us to not acknowledge them than to acknowledge them like wave or say hi like treat them exactly how you would treat someone else and my other grandma she's disabled and she's been disabled her whole life and she says the same thing like I don't want people to ignore me I want people to acknowledge me and to acknowledge that I'm speaking and that I'm a person and I have the same rights. I also just watched a really good documentary on Netflix. And if you're like involved in like the disabled movement or just want to be someone that advocates for individuals with disabilities, you should watch Crip Camp on Netflix. It's about the disability movement of the 1960s. And it's really interesting. Like it's something that I've never even learned about like in history, which is kind of insane, but it was a really good and moving documentary. And it's just like, it brings up things that like, I wouldn't normally think about every day, like how we have ramps and how like our sidewalks are flattened for wheelchairs. And it just talks about how they fought for those rights. And I I think that was a really good documentary. Another communication that's going to differ from probably your average communication is going to be how you talk to your professors. That's going to kind of go along with how you would talk at work to customers. You want to be more professional. Some professors aren't as strict about that kind of stuff, but some are like, you must call me Dr. Anderson or something like that, but just being respectful in that way. And the last one I want to talk about was how you talk to your friends. That's kind of similar to how you would talk to your family. It's open, it's unfiltered, and it's your authentic self, but it can be really hard to navigate. I think we could even tie this in with like 
crisis communication, which I'm probably going to be taking a class on that because that's kind of tough. I learned about that in the management class that I took yesterday. And it's, it's just, it's such a challenging thing because everyone communicates in different ways. And most conflicts are the cause of, of difference in personalities, which I can definitely say that that is true based on the conflicts that I've encountered. So that people have different beliefs and things. And when I've, I know I've talked about this before, but when I'm trying to handle a conflict at work, in like, I'm kind of in like a leadership position, I guess you could say. I don't really know where I stand, but I have been a shift leader there for a few years. And so I would be like, okay, so say two people on shift are fighting. I would hear both sides and I would say, why do you think this or explain your point or something like that and come to an agreement that's between the two differing opinions. And I also, I just think it's really important to acknowledge that you hear what other people are saying or also to like thank them for opening up. I've talked about this also, like one time there's two people that were in my life that I loved very much and they were fighting. And so I say, okay, thank you for sharing your opinions. What do you think, other person? I'm not going to expose anyone, but sometimes it's harder for people to open up. So I think when you make it feel like a safe place, they feel more comfortable to communicate how they feel. Thanks for listening. That's all I got. (laughs) And make sure that you tune in next week because next week is going to be exciting. Like I'm very excited for next week's episodes and pretty soon I'll be releasing June episodes, which is insane. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Let me know if you are down for two episodes next week. Thanks guys. Bye.